Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Cheers! 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 Hi, everybody. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy, and welcome to 51 First Dates, the podcast that started as a dating project based on an Adam Sandler Drew Barrymore movie with, you know, probably a solid Rotten Tomatoes score, but now is a larger conversation about dating and stuff. And we are so excited to be joined by Kate and Michelle of the Draft Queens podcast. Hey, yo. Thank you for having us, my uh, friends. We're so happy you guys are here. Uh, we are going to talk all about your podcast, all about sports all about dating and sports etc um but uh first well no that's too abrupt (laughs) that was that was just way too fast to get to worse first do you guys tell us a little bit about your podcast first okay well our our podcast we've come up with a number of ideas that we've wanted to do over the years i think you have you're the you're the idea you're the idea i'm the idea gal and and when we finally i mean i was sitting there like writing down ideas i mean you guys know you have a podcast and there's all sorts of ideas out there but when you find one that sticks um we were just sitting there one day and michelle was on vacation and i sitting there i was like you know what fuck it like we should probably do a sports podcast because we're sports fanatics and there aren't too many women who know a whole lot about sports but it's kind of like a good way to build community it's a good way to uh meet people and have a common bond with people about a subject that you maybe do or don't know a whole lot about yeah there's not a lot of women behind the mic talking about sports whether that's on air or definitely not in podcasting i mean there's more women sort of out there on television now than there used to be but Mm -hmm. we were looking through some of the you know, the sports podcasts out there. And like, I think we stumbled across one or two that were, you know, female fronted. And so there was definitely like a gap in that market. And we were just like, we go to games. We used to play sports. We talk about it in our regular day to day, you know, kind of part of our conversation. So yeah, Kate like had this idea and I've seen Kate stop and start many ideas. No offense. Love you. Uh, but same, this same, one's same. Right? Yeah, like, no, this, like- <laughs> this one, there's so many of them where I'm like, why aren't you doing this? Do this, do this, do this. This one, she was like, she was in she was like would you do it i'm like yeah i mean please have you ever been at a bar and watched me watch sports it's horrifying so this would be perfect for me yeah (laughs) and here we are and now we just do a show about sports that's incredible i mean i feel like a lot of times as a lady who has very specific and narrow sports interests Mm -hmm. i feel like i'm out of i'm on the outside of this like big world totally and like i do like certain sports like we were talking before we got on the mic that like I'm like a huge college basketball fan and have been my whole life but that's like my sport and that's it and I'm only engaged in sports during college basketball season but during college basketball season it's like all I really want to think about yeah but that's fair I think a lot of people are like that so like we kind of go through a little bit of everything like right now the show is super focused on football and fantasy football because like that's the season that we're in but to be able to pepper in a couple of other headlines, whether they're like NCAA, NCAA, like whatever you, you pepper in some other stuff so that people that kind of have a little bit of a loose knowledge about certain sports can be like super into it when we talk about that, but also could just pick up other things that maybe they're not following every day. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Liza and I are actually in probably the fifth year. Well, March. I don't know. We just had the fifth year of a bracket for March Madness called Betches Who Ball. It's an entirely female (laughs) bracket organized by friend of the pod, Sarah Winter, who 
went to Wisconsin. So there's a big contingent there, but it's very fun. I think yes. I'm in a fantasy league right now, but it was just like another all female thing. And we kind of joined late and I felt like it was kind of, I don't know, no one was putting the effort in. And I hate this because I'm stereotyping women, whereas I know women love sports. I'm just bad at them. But it's it's very communal and fun. So I, I like the idea of knowing a little bit more about what I'm doing when I'm... That's the thing. There's so much community to it. Or what do you always say? We're just... The, your little tagline for the show. We're I think just, it's perfect. We're just two gals trying to make sports more awesome for everyone. We, we don't go super in detail. Like, we ta- we get a little nerdy on things that we really like, like you're talking about NCAA. But, like... It's it's really yeah. How do you just make it more fun and give people the headlines of what's going on? Or even like if you so if you're part of your Betches Who Ball League, how do you just like drop one of the names that you're of your fantasy team members who you don't really know who they are, but you can drop their name in conversation and seem like you can just exactly. like be part of the sports yeah. world. I don't know. Totally. And I think what we're going to talk about a little bit today to give everyone an intro is how sports and dating intersect. Because I feel like they do a lot. A lot. More than you think. Yeah. Yeah. And as someone who has dated, I used to date a sports writer, which is hilarious. (laughs) Did you really? Well, he was a sports writer then. He's been many things between now and then. However, (laughs) yeah. But he, like, we would, he would have to spend all of his Sundays watching football. Like, that's what he did on Sundays. Mm -hmm. So I would, like, we would go to the bar and watch football on Sundays. So it's like, I mean, there's a lot of ways, whatever. That's very specific, but I feel like there's lots of ways sports, uh, we find ourselves in situations around dating and sports. 100% true. we're going to get into all of that, and it's going to be just sick nasty. But first, (laughs) we always like to ask our guests. Sick nasty, that's so brilliant. Oh, God, that's horrible. (laughs) Um, uh, We always like to ask our guests for a worst first date story. Do you guys have any good ones you want to share? Um, Well, I think I can start because I'm the most recent having dated um i have a long-term boyfriend now but i'd say i was in like the dating pool like three years ago or so um you were in the dating two pool like years a year ago. ago i met him almost two years ago oh boy I mean, wow no, time okay. flies um so i in the vein of sports um i had met this guy i guess met air quotes on i would assume it was bumble i think it was probably bumble um and he was a soccer player like that was his thing and i was like oh my god that's so cool and we went to a sports bar um and whatever the date was fine it probably it wasn't a keeper it was like a one and done type thing and he was reaching out over like you know a couple weeks or so to set up a second date and all of a sudden he just totally went dark and I was like "Uh, what the fuck like I thought it went well and I'm not like trying to jump into a second date but I thought it went well like would love to maybe try one more and um it turns out he had just moved to New York so he fell out of his apartment window and broke like every bone in his entire body so I never heard from him again I found out because I was like I was like what happened to this guy it wasn't like a normal ghost where I was like okay we didn't get along or like we never got together it's fine yeah it was like a ghost where we kind of liked each other maybe it would work and then he just went totally dark and I found his profile on Facebook and the top post was like his uh, it was like his GoFundMe oh, for God. his hospital bills. Oh, my, oh my God. God. It's it awful. It was insane. Wow. Oh, my insane. God. So maybe like not. It's It really is the worst first aid story because... <laughs> 
It's the worst. Like, oh my god, god. It's literally like, like that it's episode like, of Sex in the City where Miranda goes on a first date with someone and then he dies. And thank yes, God your yes, date doesn't die, whatever. But also, and this is horrible. And please, you're welcome to at me because it's going to sound so assholey. But I also think like I'm so sad that that happened to him and everything. I know. But also, it's one of those things where like you know how sometimes people ghost you and you're like, well, maybe something happened. Like, oh, like no. this is like a situation. Where, like, oh my God, something actually happened. Something literally actually happened. It's scary. But I yeah. truly like never heard from him again. So, sending all the good vibes in the world. Oh my god! I'm, I wow. Hope he. I've I've heard seen that he's thriving and fine. So thank God. But I mean, to also be an asshole, like if you went on that second date and then he fell out the window, that would have been like mm. your problem to deal with. Oh so maybe gosh, it's better that you didn't go on the second god. date. I don't know. I'm just saying. Poor guy. Kate, I have a question for you. Did you donate yes. to his GoFundMe? <laughs> That's a really good question. I most definitely didn't. I wouldn't have either. But like that would have been a wild thing oh my god no but it had some heartstrings so maybe i should have considered it no i don't actually i think it would have been you know it's great to donate to things blah 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 we all know that great but i think it would have been almost like creepy weird vibes if you were like hey remember that date yeah uh that is wild though we just did so much ghost talk like ghosting talking through october because we are bad at themes and it felt spooky but Mm, we always are like you never know what happened and this is proof you never know what happened you truly don't. Yeah, that wow. was probably my worst one, guys. Wow, oh it was bad. Yeah, uh, Michelle, mine's not going to be even remotely close to topping that. I have i I've been married for six years, and I met my husband in college. So I've been off the dating market for close to it's like twelve years, maybe. Shit. So. Yeah. I don't really remember dating before him because I was young and at that point that wasn't dating. That was like drinking in college and finding cute boys and yeah. sleeping with them and then that was it. Yeah. That was a date. So the first, so when we actually started dating, the uh, it's actually really funny and does relate to sports oddly enough. We used to go to Applebee's on college campus because that's where they would serve us beers and we weren't old enough and we used to go and watch the Red Sox and the Yankees play each other because... Fun fact, and I'm sure we're going to talk about this more, I'm a diehard Yankee fan and my husband is a Red Sox fan, Uh which is just like a cardinal sin. And up till this day, my family's still like, I don't understand how you do this, but we can talk about that. But I mean, Applebee's watching, you know, sports with with a guy that you really like, but he's rooting for the Red Sox. Wait, Mm. I must interject. Where did you go to college? I went to Marist College. Okay, I went to Boston College and we had an Applebee's with a similar situation. So I was like, <laughs> when you started mentioning the Red Sox, I was like, holy shit, I know that Applebee's. But okay, sorry. <laughs> Every college campus has an Applebee's near to them. That but yeah, Applebee's. with the I mean, same policy. They, it, that was the thing. Like, they weren't like bad dates. But at the same time, I was like, man, I really like this guy, but he's a Red Sox fan. Like, how am I supposed to see past this? Mm. How yeah. did you, honestly? Twelve years later, we're still together. <laughs> I, th- I think I think the real thing is like I'm a bigger baseball fan than he is. So even though he's a Red Sox fan, I, he's just he's not like crazy about it like I am. Yeah. Let's just say I'm glad the Red Sox are like not winning anymore. Your kids it makes are going to be easier. Mets fans to piss you both off. I mean, probably, yeah, probably yes. <laughs> this is so true. Probably yes. Um, that's hilarious. I'm glad it worked out for same, the best. Same. <laughs> Lucky me. That's like, okay, my, my whole family are Patriots fans. I grew up in Connecticut, yes. whatever. My whole family are Patriots fans. And I'm so sorry 
to Kimmy, et cetera. But I happen I to hate care. the Patriots, and I think Tom Brady's a murderer because he, I think he has the deadest eyes. Do you guys hate Tom Brady? No, no. Oh, so this okay. is the thing that people get really confused about because I'm a huge Yankee fan. I'm born and raised in New York. Like, I'm New York till I die. Uh-huh. And then people are like, well, what football team do you cheer for? I'm like, well, I cheer for the Patriots. And they're like, they're mind blown. They're like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, well, I don't know. I married a Patriots fan. And Football wasn't a thing for me like when I was growing up. I just didn't yeah. care. I didn't watch the Giants or the Jets, like whatever. So when I met him and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm a Patriots fan. I'm like, OK, yeah, they win. That seems fun. They win. Know. It's fun. It's, it's really fun. fun. So, we, so it looks like we have two Patriots fans. Guys, I just think that Tom Brady, if you look into his eyes, it looks like he could put a knife through a man's stomach and feel nothing. He has, wow. the, he has the most psychopathic eyes. Now I'm going to look at him a little differently. Well, he also has some like semi-psychopath tendencies so i have to agree with you there if you've ever heard of his diet or his workout regimen this is fair i mean i'm sorry he cried too although i do love that his wife out earns him i think that's kind of hot that's pretty badass (laughs) no i'm honestly probably like a patriots fan by default because growing up outside of boston you have no choice and also probably because i wanted to have shit to talk about with the boys in like middle elementary school middle school Mm -hmm. whenever i got my crushes like it was like okay they like the Patriots like I was a bigger Red Sox fan like I was very excited when they won the World Series like that was cool Patriots football I don't really give a fuck but well that's <laughs> such a thing that you just mentioned Kimmy because because I feel like when I was in middle school and high school and honestly still to this day a little bit I always kind of felt like oh I should take an interest in sports because boys will like me better mm-hmm. guys that is not feminist I'm not advocating the stance but it's how I felt as like a young person was like Oh, if I'm going to have stuff to talk about with with the boys in middle school and high school, I have to know something about sports. Mm-hmm. And um, that's uh, gross from a fem- feminist perspective. <laughs> However, uh, you know, I think it's a, a line that like can really separate the genders. Mm-hmm. Do you guys uh, have you guys always been interested in sports? Like, how did this start for you? And do you feel like you were kind of like sports girls and that mm-hmm. gave you a different uh, perspective on men. That's the 18 questions. <laughs> no, it's a it's a great question. I mean, I think that there was a little bit of that. Oh, yeah, like it's, a, it's something to talk about with the guys, whether it's guy friends or like men I was trying to pursue or have pursue me. So um, that was definitely a thing. But also like we, I don't know about you guys, but we grew up playing sports. I was a softball player. Michelle played softball. Um, I played a couple other sports, but that was like my number one. And I don't know, it just kind of like progressed into something that I really loved, like watching baseball and knowing softball and the intricacies of pitching and like how you set up your lineups and how you set up your bullpens at and your pitching rotations it's just it's something that I naturally sort of gravitated to and then with that it kind of snowballed into every other sport because it kind of gets a little I don't know it's a community yeah I don't know I always played so like I guess I I've always been like a sports girl by trade like playing I think I didn't necessarily follow a lot of sports teams other than the Yankees like really when I was younger but it but it all was very natural to me because I was playing the sport and then watching the game just was easy you know like I knew all the terminology and I knew what was going on I knew who was good I knew who's bad so then it just became an easier I mean dudes are hard to talk to they don't know so if you could at least be like hey just see the game last week like that felt like an easy kind of conversation and it just was natural because I played sports but I never really thought about it in like dating life probably until I met my now husband because we did bond over that early on 
not in a forced way. We just, it was a common, um, you know, it was a shared interest for the two of us, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's always been, I've always played and followed and, you know, it's always kind of been just part of what I enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh funny. God. Probably Liza and I were doing plays, doing musicals. <laughs> and like, no, I played field hockey because I wasn't good enough to be on our That's varsity badass. soccer team and our field hockey wasn't as good. However, I just like all of this talking about growing up playing sports, like it was always the girls who were the best at soccer who were the coolest throughout like all of my schooling years, any phase of school. Like I've never been at a school where the cheerleaders were cool. Like the way like you, one might be at another like in the south at a school where it's like they're the cool girls the cool hot girls were always like the soccer players in high school which Mm. I was not but it I just like playing sports is badass and I wish I was sportier that's my (laughs) um I once got kicked off I got kicked off my soccer team in I am not joking first grade I played you know those little like rec soccer teams that towns have whatever I was on a rec soccer team I was in first grade and I didn't want to be on it. I didn't want to play soccer. I had, I was, so I decided to stage a protest. <laughs> and so I tucked a book into my shorts. And while the game was going on, I lay down in the middle of the field and read my book. Stop. And everyone freaked out. Like my coach was, my coach was really competitive. I remember my mom being like, your coach is fucking crazy. Like you guys were <laughs> six years old and she was really obsessed with winning and blah, 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 whatever. And, but I staged this protest because I really didn't want to play sports. And uh, the coach was really mad at me. And my mom was like, okay, you really hate it. Like it worked. Like basically like I got semi kicked off and semi my mom was like, all right, I guess you can quit. You were brilliant. But it literally like, why? Now to this day, I can't run a fucking mile. Like I literally can't. (laughs) So, uh, but yeah, it's, it's funny. Like the, the sports girls were always cool. Mm -hmm. And soccer girls were always cool. It's so funny to hear someone say that because as a sports girl growing up in high school, like I thought like. Oh, I thought it was harder. Like we got so much shit for not being like girly girls or whatever. Yeah. And like there were there was it was tough being, you know, it was like, oh, you're just one of the dudes. It's like, no, mm-hmm. we just play sports and guys play sports. It's like mm-hmm. it's not. So it's funny to hear you say that because I felt like I never yeah. thought of myself as the cool. G- I just played sports. Yeah. And it's like when you tie it back to dating and you think about like, oh, yeah, like I play sports and I understand sports references. Sometimes it's like, ooh, like why yeah. you know like why do you know so much about sports that's to, to some people I feel like that's unattractive to right. some point you know what I mean you know what I mean and it's like oh wow that like, surprises me like maybe a little bit of um I don't know and well, again I'm the- generalizing but like yeah. e- not necessarily male ego but like ego you know right like mm-hmm. I like this like, is our thing and I want to tell you about what a touchdown yeah, exactly. is yeah. and I'm yeah. like I know touchdown is i don't need to know right like, but that scares good. some guys off i think yeah i think so if too. you know more like if i knew more or i was you know like i don't know i think that would that interesting that's a good way to weed people out yeah that's right? a litmus yeah. test right there if they don't like that you know about sports like jesus i used to again i just be, it's like the outside looking in right so i would be in new york and like date people who were in like soccer leagues or see i know a couple who got married because they met playing co-ed soccer in new york like or you know same sex soccer whatever it's just like such a great community if you're like an adult continuing to play a sport or just being interested in sports like even one of my the few bars that i'm like this is a favorite bar in la is like a very sports nfl centered bar where i just told you i don't care about football but it's so fun to see everyone in all their different jerseys because it's like a broad NFL bar in West Hollywood. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I love being around that energy. I have a question though, to be really like sports and dating. 
But <laughs> my boyfriend is from Jacksonville where they have a mm-hmm. pool at the Jaguar Stadium and I like want to go to that. <laughs> but Wait, a pool? I like, swimming of, pool? A swimming pool, Kimmy? A swimming pool. It is like what? a thing. Google oh, the like weird fans who hop it. It's like a thing. So yeah, I thought it, yeah. It's a thing and I want to go to it. But I'm wondering if you just, it's not that, but have any ideas for like sports dates that whether it's first date or any date, like could be fun. Because again, I think even if you're not super into sports, not necessarily playing a sport, but being around a sport, something like it's something to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, first of all, that stadium is amazing. I thought it was a the pool. Dolphins, but I it's a floor. I mean, Florida is the only place that could have oh, it's, a pool. It's at- for sure the Jaguars. That's amazing. <laughs> or maybe okay. they don't have research. it, but the one she knows. Yeah. 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 They may all have all anyway. The Bucks may have one too. But yeah, I mean, what is a what's a good sports date? I, I mean, I think it, it definitely should never be like a first date, in my opinion. Like, don't don't start there because mm-hmm. like you, you just have no idea what you're signing up for. I think I, I don't know, like a good sports date. I think you really kind of like need to make sure you get like good tickets, like nice seats so that even if it's not like a they both you both love the team or the sport even like it's about the experience like a lot of actually oddly enough like relating it to sports but also diverting it a little like a lot of like the the stadiums and the venues are like super focused on food and like beers and like so if you do like a little research to kind of figure out like i mean for example we live in new york there's all these different venues i'm a yankee fan but met the the city life or city field is way cooler because they have it's better so cool. food and things like that. Yeah. So I don't know. I think like you could look into like the overall experience and almost the game is secondary to the mm-hmm. date, depending on who the people are. I mean, maybe it's maybe yeah. it's the maybe it is important because both people love sports. Mm. But if it's kind of like on the fence, not sure. It it is just like the whole experience of going to an event yeah. like that with someone. Yeah, and I mean, I think to the point about pools and city field having <laughs> nice amenities and i think amenities are a plus speaking of amenities if you've ever been to arthur ashe in new york or any yeah. tennis event u.s open excellent date spot excellent date excellent spot date spot a uh, little love it. like nice and not like it just feels a little bit less intense you're not around like people chugging beers and throwing them on each other necessarily there are wonderful like the what are the little drinks that they have oh, the, the honey, honey oh the honey sunnels. ones this year they had little the, melons that look like tennis balls yes, it was so fucking cute yes, they were yeah. young. <laughs> yes. very cute very instagramable if you're into that but those types of dates i feel like are are really nice first dates if yeah. you did want to go the sports route think right? about it as an, yeah i think you just have to think of it as an experience and not a game mm-hmm. yeah and then i think you can choose wisely and make it like totally. a cool experience i feel like the the one tricky thing I did, I went to school in Chicago and I went to a Cubs game on a sort of date. And something that I hadn't accounted for was like, you are in it for several hours. Because a Such lot a of times point. there's the travel to the stadium because stadiums usually aren't in like, you know, the middle of the stadium, a little far out. So it's the travel to the stadium and from the stadium at the end. And then, you know, any like decent sport, any good sports game is a couple hours. Like, right. you know, it's, they're not going to yank you out there for not a long time and so like i feel like that's that would be my fear about going on a sports day because i went on kind of an awkward date to a cubs game with a guy who just we didn't quite have enough conversation we were sitting in really bad seats so you kind of have to talk the whole time you know Mm -hmm. like if you're far enough back it's like you chat baseball's a little slow to watch you know it's always fun like wrigley field's very fun but 
there aren't amazing amenities. It's like an old right. field, like in the middle of Chicago and whatever. But I remember that being a situation where I was like, I, I don't have an exit strategy unless yeah. I like fake sick or whatever. Like I'm here. Like we got to we got to stick this out for two and a half hours and then take the goddamn L back yeah. to school together. It's true. It's not like, a oh, yeah, you, you're, you have to be in that for the long haul. Yeah. You really have to choose wisely at what point in your dating can you really spend that much time together. And yeah. money, honestly, even though like and I money. feel like you could go to City Field on like a whatever Mets game. I don't know. I've been there. So I'm using that. Sorry. I don't want to offend you guys. <laughs> Yankee Stadium. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've also been to Yankee Stadium, actually, but more recently either one if you get yankee tickets are i feel like more expensive anyway i feel like it's like the concert date it's like a lot of these things where you have tickets or invest some money or plan to invest money in the date like i don't think it's optimal for a first date but it's like a really good semi litmus test you're like how could we hang out for longer how do i feel like going to something with this person like a little bit further in like third date or something it definitely requires like some proper planning yeah and a time commitment. And a time commitment. Yeah, completely. Um, all right. So here's a, a big picture question. Have you guys ever dated or how would you feel about dating someone who's not into sports at all? <laughs> I would struggle. You guys both just made the exact same face. I would struggle. And like Kate is the only one in this conversation that has seen me at or during sporting events. I mean, to be totally honest, I see the Yankee game on through a window over here. <laughs> and I know someone just hit a home run. Like, so the fact that I haven't screamed out loud and been like raucous is like a miracle. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Funny story. Have a moment, please. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I'm watching it. I know for a fact someone hit a fucking home run. Like I could see it over there. Like, Oh, I've gotten kicked out. out of bars for being too aggressive oh about sports God. games. So, like, I just don't think I could date someone that, like, mm-hmm. had zero interest. If if they're not as big of a fan as me, one nothing. See, I knew there was a home run. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you for being here also. I didn't oh, put yeah, that I'm together. So sorry. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Please. I paid the guy across the street from the apartment to make sure they had it on. No. True story. <laughs> I, like, have forgotten that, like, the Golden Globes were on or whatever. And then there, there's – I have a window where you can, like, directly see my neighbor's TV. So I will be like, oh, he's watching the same thing I'm watching, like, all the time. Be like, oh, he's got the Oscars on, too. Or, like, Beauty the New Super York. Bowl. Like, always, whatever. It's well, he's hilarious. watching the Yankee game right now, and I'm very grateful for yeah. it. But that just shows you how crazy I am. So I don't think I could date someone that had zero interest. If yeah. they had – less interest than me but we're willing to like watch with me or whatever that would be okay but i don't think i could date someone that had just zero interest at all yeah i think you you and i both probably fall on the far end of the spectrum we do that's true i'd be curious from the other the flip side of it too though like how tough or easy or is it a deal breaker if you don't like sports like if you guys are only semi into sports like is it really hard to date people who like sports you know I mean I am in a almost sportsless relationship and (laughs) I have to say (laughs) (laughs) yeah you are okay we really are okay so so Jeff loves tennis so like he's during US so basically each of us have a sport Mm -hmm. so he loves tennis so during you know, like U.S. Open, Wimbledon, like all of the big, what are they all called? The, all the big ones? The, the Grand Slams. The, the Grand Slams. All of those tournaments, like he's really 
tuned into that and keyed into that and yes. like he is like it's appointment tv for yes. him and michelle's husband is i was gonna say shameless pro. plug my husband's a tennis pro oh so my god no way oh, you guys want to ever play oh my I god mean, i kind I of do so wanna, bad right now but i, I yes. know a guy. i know a guy wait really i kind of do want to take tennis lessons we're gonna talk about this offline because jeff also is a pretty good tennis player and he always wants to he'd be like you should learn tennis if you could play together it'd be a fun thing we could do and i'm always like eh. but i kind of do want to learn anyway uh we're gonna offline about it however um (laughs) i but i really love as i keep saying college basketball so like those are both small windows of you know relative college basketball goes on for a long time but the tournament isn't super long i stay kind of up on my team during college basketball season and then you know i get really into the tournament um but outside of that like most of the year we are a sportsless couple and I really love it. <laughs> like, only because, as I said, I dated someone who had to, for his work, make football a huge part of his life. Like, football, game, like, all day Sunday. And then whatever, what's the other day? Thursday, that football's, like, on. And Thursday. Monday. And Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, he had, that was, and he had to do it. And so I could either join him or not. But mm-hmm. even if I joined him, like, he had to really be paying attention and keyed in. And it was, I was kind of like, I don't get this. Like, they're all running at each other all the time. <laughs> Um, I, I think it is, I think it's probably great to be in like a, the correctly matched sports relationship, like not someone not into sports when you're not someone into sports when you are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I feel like being mismatched can be tricky because it's, I think it's like a bit, it is kind of like a bigger, I don't know. I do think, yeah, I think it has to be matched evenly. I don't think the mismatch feels like it just won't. It's such it's such like a thing that you could bond over that if the, it's just completely separate. I don't know. I yeah. think I'm a mismatch, guys. Oh, oh my gosh. Tell us. Oh. Yeah, but all bases covered spe- Well, I'm a mismatch when it comes to the NFL. I'm not interested. I don't like what the NFL has done as like a brand and company. Like there are many things where I'm just like, I don't, it's just not, it's never been my favorite sport to watch. I grew up in a household where like every Red Sox or Patriots game was on, whether it was like, and my brother always played sports, but my dad even in his later years was like sorry that sounds so dark he could still play hockey but like would play hockey as an adult male like which I feel like you know sporty sporty people around whatever I just like I can't get into the NFL and that's the one thing I feel like my boyfriend will be like I want to watch this game maybe more than go would the bar have it on if it's his team the Jaguars yeah (laughs) Jesus Christ like Jacksonville Jaguars like who knew I'd ever be uttering these words I yeah so I feel like I'm mismatched but we're not mismatched in that I don't like sports in general like I love watching tennis I love watching basketball I love going to a I love watching baseball in person um, sorry, nobody asked, but I I like <laughs> drinking at bars, which also helps. Like I like people cheering and I like picking a side and winning. I like putting money on something and getting invested in it because I might win more. So yeah. Yeah. See, these are all things that like it's not the same psychoticness that I am, like, but it's still it's still like community driven and there's something to cheer for and it either brings people together or starts a conversation or like I said, gets you kicked out of bars. It happens. It's fine. But like, I don't know. There's can we just know like that story? Sorry. I feel like if, if if you don't want to share, it's fine. And we can cut this out even that I asked. But I'm curious. No, it's totally fine. I it, we So my husband, and I, I, my husband and I live in Brooklyn now. We used to live in Westchester. And across the street from our apartment with this, was this little like hole in the wall pub. 
Mm-hmm. Great spot. Used to go for wings. Used to have the games on. I mean, long story short, I got like piss wasted. It was during the playoffs and the bartender woman was not very nice to me. And I was yelling about the game, which that's what people do when they go to a bar. You yell at the TV. I wasn't yelling at anyone. I was just yelling at the TV. Mm-hmm. She didn't like it. I didn't like her. I might have used some choice words and then I was never allowed to go back. The bar was across the street and I was never allowed to go back. Mm. Oh, Ugh. fuck. Never allowed. Because like, I've honestly been on bad behavior at bars where there weren't sports games on. But I'm like, I'm really drunk and I feel correct. And I'm going to. So honestly, respect that. And I can't believe you weren't allowed back. But thank you for sharing. I just was I like, stuck to my guns. Whatever. I had to do it. Yeah. It was a small bar. It wasn't like living in the city where I could get away with going back and no one would notice. That, that bitch knew me when I came back, and it was it was oh, not good. Oh, wow. It was not good. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to advocate that we take a quick ad break, and then when we come back, I feel like we should talk about what to do in early dating if you're mismatched, or I don't know, like how to get on board with someone's sports interests in a way that makes sense for you. Yeah, or someone's anything interest, because we should talk about sports, but I just want for, for anyone we've lost because they don't like sports, like it's like someone could be more into music than you or movies like I feel like it happens a lot actually but we'll see we'll see we'll talk about it with sports thank you we'll be right back okay so welcome back thank you all for joining us we are loving talking to the draft queens I just I also just love the name of your podcast so great so thank you so much is it resonant with the joke that it's supposed to be making a little bit like draft queens and draft DraftKings. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's a, I first think of DraftKings. Yeah, I love it. No, I'm no, actually I'm, surprised like what like what the fuck? This is great. You guys got that name. It's great. I love it. Just just making sure because someone the other day was asking if it was like a drag queens podcast and I was like what? what? Oh, I guess <laughs> I'm it? more into sports than I realized. <laughs> I mean, okay, I am deeply into drag queens. Any of our listeners on this podcast know how I feel about drag queens and the whole drag race universe, and I did not think that. So if I didn't think that, then... I just can't believe it wasn't taken. When Kate told me, I was like, great, Kate, I'm sure there's a thousand of those. And when she was like, no, there's That's not. Fair. I'm like, yeah. okay. I can't believe it wasn't taken. And also, like, props to you for not, like, naming your podcast the way we did, where it's like, oh, (laughs) god damn it. Um, (laughs) We've been, like, drinking and thinking about names for an hour, and we were like, this is fine. (laughs) We were like, 50 first dates. Wait, there's a million other mommy blogs who already did that. We'll do 51. Oh, yeah. I have a question for you guys. Yes. If you could play any professional sport, like, in terms of your interest in the sport, like, I want to take out – the risk of injury, like uh, like like in in fantasy land, you guys can play one professional sport, and what would it be, and what position would you play, mm. and what team would you play for? That's oh, a great shoot. question. I mean, it. Oh man, sorry for the very long silence. I'm this just thinking. Really, I'm like going through okay, process of elimination in my head. Like I used to would I used to probably would have answered and said like basketball so that i could slam dunk because that's cool but like basketball player but that might get boring after a while if you just slam dunk all the time Mm, (laughs) if it's in terms of interest i would play football because there are literally zero women in the nfl and i would love to play in the nfl and there's been a lot of chatter. I don't know if you guys followed the U.S. women's national team, the soccer team. Of and course. Those yes, like badass sports. ladies who, yeah. yeah, just, yeah, exactly. Um, so 
we were talking about on one of our podcast episodes how Julie Ertz, who is the wife of the some guy on the Eagles, the football team, yep. uh, she was being recruited along with Carly Lloyd to be a kicker for the Eagles. Oh, shit. Lightly, lightly. It was kind of more of yeah. a PR play than anything, but... Mm. They are so much better than the kickers in the NFL right now. So the, t- the Tennessee Titans need to call them. I know, seriously. But anyway, I think I'd probably play in the NFL because it is my most interested sport. And also, there's no women in the mm. NFL. And position wise, I mean, I'd be a valuable player on a fantasy team. So maybe like a <laughs> wide receiver. You'd be a wide receiver. Yeah, wide right. receiver in the I NFL. See you. Okay, and what team? Mm. You you're, if you don't say the Titans, then you're Tennessee lying. Titans, you're lying. Yeah. yeah, don't even okay. try. Don't All even right. try. Michelle, I don't. I think I would just go back to my roots of like play. I want to play baseball. Like I just I love the sport. I love I love that they're long seasons. I love that they're long games. There's like a craft to it. I I I just love it. It's definitely more like my speed, and there's just so many different like facets to it. And I want to play shortstop because I just feel like you're mm. you're in the mix of everything. All right, ready for another rapid fire? Yeah. Yes. What's a shortstop? <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's well, an, there are four bases in baseball. Is it the first base? It is the Mm-mm. between the second and third bases God damn is it. the shortstop. <laughs> okay. Between second and third base. Okay. Derek Jeter is like the shortstop of all time. Now exactly. Yankees, now Didi Gregoria. Okay. And yeah. I, I have a thought that the... I mean... Sur- go ahead, Liza. G- Derek Jeter... JLo's boyfriend? No, A Rod. A Rod. God damn it. God, I can't get my pop culture. Yeah, really. You don't even have the pop culture down. That's right. I know, and I didn't even do it well. Oh, God. Horrible. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay. Third base, though. But before we get, I just, before we, you know, get too far away from the one women's sport we've mentioned, I feel like, no, that's not true. But, you know, we've focused on, I just want to say, like, I sometimes feel like when I'm like, oh, I'm dumb about sports. I'm falling into all these stereotypes. But I was very engaged. I get very engaged with like Serena. I was very engaged this summer Mm -hmm. with the U.S. women's team. I feel like sports, other than the sports I played as a child or at school, I never saw myself represented, which led me to like this disinterest sometimes. So that like, I don't mean to just be like, oh, women, sports, we don't know our shit. Like it's, you know what? It's also like a problem with major, you know, the most profitable Mm -hmm. sports, not paying attention to like half of our country i don't know that just no you're no you're totally my, right we, my defense talks about no but that makes a hundred that makes a lot of sense like especially like i mean look we're talking about mostly u.s centric male driven sports because that's where we live and that's what we're used to that's what we were brought up but like there's so many conversations happening you just mentioned like in the tennis world like that is considered more of like a global sport where mm-hmm. like Women are out there like fighting the good fight to make as much as men. They're playing the same amount and playing in the same tournaments. And there's the same in the the women's soccer conversation. Mm-hmm. Like that is a global year round sport that's played, which is just doesn't come up as top of mind again, just because of like where we live, how yeah. we you know grew up or whatever. But there's a lot of there's there's a lot more happening in that in the global remit in those types of sports where women are more you know outspoken and you know yeah. um more represented i think than the normal like nfl nba nhl yeah. like the, the the ones that we talk about every day yeah. you know 
And so that leads it to feel like a boys club when you're growing up. I'm just like vouching for all the women who are like, I don't know shit about sports. Like just from a like feminist side. Well, maybe it's because like the same way this it's entertainment, all like TV, film, you have to be representative to get people to tune in. Not that I wouldn't watch men. I can watch men play sports and be entertained and (laughs) attracted. So, you know. Well, it's interesting because so I grew up in uh, the same town that the University of Connecticut is in. My parents have worked at UConn my whole life and still work at UConn. And uh, UConn basketball is like a kind of a dynasty team. But the UConn women's basketball team is the greatest women's college basketball team in history of ever. Whatever some people will say Tennessee in the 90s. Fuck them. Oh, Liza, <laughs> um, we might need to get you on our podcast. Oh, my God. I will Stop. come on any time to talk about any kind of basketball. NCAA like, basketball. Yeah, and talk in. about – or if you guys ever want to talk about women's basketball, like – so I Anytime. grew up with, like, the the UConn women's basketball players were my heroes yeah. growing up. I had posters all over my room. Like, I wanted to grow up to be a women's – I wanted to be on the UConn women's basketball team. I'm five foot three. It didn't happen. It's okay. <laughs> Although, honestly, Diana Taurasi, one of the greatest UConn women's basketball yep. players ever, wasn't yep. that tall. She was six foot tall. But that's not tall for them. Whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, she's like 5'11". I mean, whatever. It doesn't matter. However, I think that it's – you know, Connecticut's probably one of the few places that really gets invested in women's college basketball. And even then, when I was in high school, in the town that this – team existed in Uh i remember boys being like oh my god you like women's basketball and i was like uh president barack obama this was he wasn't president when i was in high school but once declared the yukon women's basketball team the greatest team in sports period yeah like Like, they're an amazing team to watch and whatever i still took some shit for liking women's basketball and to me i'm like this is insane this is this is one of the greatest yeah teams in existence Mm -hmm. there's definitely still a lot like a ton of imbalance when it you know when it comes to just everything that it's it's the same thing you talk about like everyone gets so excited about what happened with the women's team this summer as they should but when we talked about like they're the most winning team globally like ever so ever it only like feel it feels like it only gets like a moment to shine Mm -hmm. you know whereas there's these other kind of sports that we talk about that just are constantly, you know, shining. Yeah, and mm-hmm. we just talked about like men's NCAA basketball and like the NCAA paying out. I think it's only men's college basketball and not necessarily women's. There's or... just there's a debate. There's a debate about should you know should, should college colleges be able to you know kind of utilize right. the name and likeness of some of these you know players yeah. that are playing and make money off of it. But but yeah, I don't. There's there's definitely. I I agree with what Kimmy said. I think like because I grew up playing sports, I always saw myself in them, so I related to them. Mm-hmm. But if you don't see someone like you in that position, it's super hard to relate to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think for me, I, growing up, I I always kind of assumed at some point I would get into the NBA, right? Because I was like, I love basketball. There, we don't have an NBA team in Connecticut, but I moved to, I was in Chicago and I moved to New York. I was like, I'm going to get into the Bulls in the Knicks at some point. I think it's going to happen. And now when I watch the NBA, I, I, I think that the, the common argument against co- uh, women's basketball I see is like they can't dunk. They aren't strong. They can't do anything. 
when I watch the NBA, I think it's boring because to me, I'm like, this is like who has the biggest and brawniest dudes. Mm -hmm. And that's, it's like Space Jam. I'm like, that's not exciting to me. I don't want to see the, you know, the winner of who drafted the biggest dude. Like to me, women's sports are amazing because it's a different type of game. Like when you watch the UConn women's team. Totally. Like, they're passing, like, their intuitiveness as a team, like, the way they're connected to each other on the court yep. is insane. Yep. Yeah. Like, they can move the ball in a way that no NBA team can. Right. Yeah, it's, and it's wild to watch. So true. And, like, so now when I watch the NBA, I'm like, this is boring. It's right. a dick measuring contest, and I don't want to see it. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but it's funny because, you know, I think when you're, when you're, when you grow up with the NBA, then I can understand how it's hard to go back the other direction Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's very similar with baseball and softball, like two totally different games. Hmm. Baseball, home runs, softball, small ball, tactful. It's just like, yeah, men's and women's sports are very different. Yeah. Skill levels are the, the same. Right. You know what I mean? And that, I think that could be an exciting thing of like Absolutely. the same sport played two different ways. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, you know, eating the same type of cuisine from two totally different chefs. That's a weird metaphor. I don't know. That sounded creepy when I said it. I'm not okay. sure where you went with that one. I don't know. Right. It's fine. I'm hungry, I think. <laughs> Skip dinner, two whiskeys, we good. Um, anywho, okay. So I want to close all the loops by just briefly chatting about Let's let's say like you're dating, you're in a mismatch couple, right? Mm-hmm. You have different levels of interests, etc. What's the best way to go about it? How much do you invest in someone else's interest? And I think this, like Kimmy said earlier, this can apply to a lot of things. It can apply to music. It can totally. apply to, you know, any kind of levels of like hobbies, this, that, the other thing. What, where's, I don't know. How how do you guys, in, Kimmy, you're in a slightly mismatched couple. How do you involve yourself in the sports? Hmm. Well, it's not like I'm dating an athlete. Like, right now, like, so I feel like, like, you know, or if I were married to a tennis pro, I'd get more involved. I feel like maybe I, you know, haven't done enough to get really invested in the Jacksonville Jaguars. But uh, the, the broader point is kind of like, that's not a deal breaker for him. And like, we can have our own interests. And like, I'll understand that he wants to watch the game the way he'll come to like, an indie-ish movie with me or like let me talk about TV for way too long and that it's boring. You know, I <laughs> I think in the past though, I've definitely like dated people who are really into music and going to concerts and I'm into music and I like going to concerts. So it's not a big stretch. It's again, kind of just a little mismatched. Just And it was like great. I feel like dating and going to concerts with certain people like got me more into bands that I still listen to. So not that you're going to like love football but like I love going like we went to the U.S. Open me and my boyfriend this year I would have gone anyway but like I don't know you get interested like when you do something together and you ask questions about it so I would say like if that person is like no it's football Sunday fuck you I'm gonna be a dick or like get out of the house the boys are coming over I'm making this way too gendered sorry if the woman is like fuck you get out of the house the girls are coming over. my girls are coming over no I just the fucking that's basically how Kate and I are yeah like there you go that like you know at a certain level that's like well is this a good relationship just based on communication like care blah 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 making time for each other whatever but if it's like just their interest and you don't have the same level of interest I think it's just like a nice way to see how you both make room for each other um yeah I would just say don't like fake your interest in something. Just ask questions and be curious about it. But you don't have to like fake being into sports or fake being into 
Broadway shows or whatever the fuck it is or like pretend you know a band which I've totally done and just because you're like on the third date and you want to go to that concert and, <laughs> I don't know but just oh my like, god I do that literally every time someone mentions a band <laughs> so that's good no, I think you just say there's so many like no I mean there's always gonna be things that you have in common and that you don't have in common I feel like you just have to gauge the things that you don't have in common to what extent is your significant other or the person that you're dating into that said thing? And then if it's like a lot, then you should invest a little time in it. If it's like, you know, the person that you're dating loves, loves sports, invest a little bit of time. It's like you said, maybe you just pick one sport that you can like chat about or bond mm-hmm. over. It doesn't mean you have to know everything or love everything. Again, that's not just sports related. It could be whatever. But I think you just have to like gauge mm-hmm. of the things that you don't have a common interest what maybe do you have a, at least a little bit in a common interest so you can like ask those questions like Kimmy was saying? And then how much does that other person really care about that thing? Is it worth investing the time? Yeah. If someone watches like one football game a year, don't don't bother. Who cares? Or like loves eating chicken. I don't know, like whatever it may be. Yeah. I think you just have to like measure that level of like, where are you not seeing eye to eye? How much does that person care about it? And then invest. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. as a as a semi mismatched table of four women between like two sports psychopaths and then two people who are not psychopaths. <laughs> I mean, even like asking rapid fire questions, I was like, oh, I'm so flattered. Like I get to talk about something I really love. Right. And that's really flattering. So, yeah, that is such Michelle. a good point. I love being asked like, what's that's your really favorite flattering. TV show or like things about like it's kind of nerdy, but I like. I'm trying to get into the industry and the business side. So even things about like streaming habits, I could like fucking talk forever about it. Not that anyone <laughs> wants to hear it, but I'm like, ah, it is flattering if someone genuinely wants to know yeah. your opinion on something you're interested in. Yeah. Yes. And isn't that like a fucking microcosm of dating yes. at, at large? You know, mm-hmm. it's like it's all about how much interest you show in someone and someone shows in you that is genuine. Right. You know, that isn't manufactured. Like, 100%. But I think that's such a great way. So say you're dating someone who's really into sports and you're not. Or say you're really into sports and you're dating someone who is not. I feel like that's such a great way to involve each other. Because mm-hmm. there's so many things. Like like we, like we even the rapid fire like we just did. There's just like common vernacular. Like there's just just asking a few questions. Like I even see it now with my husband after all these years. I'll Because I know a fair amount, but I don't know everything. But when I ask him a question about whatever... His like little face lights up. He just he like loves it. You know what I mean? And then and then he explains it and whatever. And it's just that like it's just that little moment to be like, okay, I kind of know this, but I don't I know if I ask this question, like he's going to love it. And then and then it just gets you just in that like you just kind of start to bond over it, whether it's your favorite thing or not. But it's just yeah, I like that asking the questions is is important. Mm hmm. Literally, like that's our that's our thesis, thesis on dating. Like that's it. Is like really? asking the questions. No, podcast we, is we, over. We figured it out. It's done. It's done. <laughs> no, but we talk a lot about uh, like with all of our various guests and everything about on first dates. Like our questions asked in a genuine way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're trying to get a thing started that's not getting started at all. But that's like our Bechdel test is like the Rosket test, which is like on a first date, did they ask you questions about yourself outside of what's your job? Where right. You, like, where are you from? How many siblings do you have? You know, like, do they Love delve that. a little deeper? And I think that this is a perfect, you know, way of of talking about getting deeper into someone's interest 
in general. If it's a band, you can ask specifically like, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. For me, guys, I am embarrassed to admit this on the mic, but my boyfriend really loves fish. And recently, <laughs> uh, God, it's so fucking embarrassing. <laughs> Sorry if there's any fish heads out there. But Jam recently, I was life. like, so why? Why Trey? What, what is why it? Trey? What is it about Trey? Uh, and, you know, he got, it, we've been together for so fucking long and he got excited to tell me. Like, why he really felt Trey is a really great guitarist. Which, honestly, like, yeah, fucking he is. Right. It's, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's uh, I think it's a thing that can, like... Yeah. I like that thesis. Yeah. I do, too. I feel like we're all so quick. Uh, maybe maybe it's just me, but I feel like a lot of people are very quick, especially in dating, to be like... To just like, yeah, yeah, like, uh, like pretend you know everything that that person's saying and be like, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Whereas like if you you if you genuinely don't know what they're talking about or you don't have and you ask the question, I think that shows a vulnerability on your side for actually admitting like, I don't really know what you're talking about. Could you explain it to me? And then like that person feels the reciprocal like, oh, that's a real question. Let me. Let me yeah. have that conversation with you. And just you. like Kimmy said, everyone likes to talk about stuff they're interested in. There's no one on earth who's not totally. going to be excited to be asked specific questions about things they really love. Exactly. Ask questions, kids. Ask there questions. We go. It's so fucking simple. We figured and it out. Hard to do. But yeah. <laughs> we solved dating. <laughs> solved um, dating. Solved sports. Still have some questions. But if you have questions like me... Like, what's a shot clock? Uh, look that one up. Or go to Jack oh, Draft Queens. Kimmy, that's one I can tell you. I'll tell you offline. But that's one I know. I no, just don't under- I know what it is, but I don't understand why it is, if that makes sense. Okay. Because oh if there God, wasn't because- a shot clock, you could, like, one team could be on their, like, uh, one team could be on the offensive for ever. Hours. It would be so boring. Oh, yeah. So the shot clock incentivizes them to shoot. So if you don't, Oh, you're okay. gonna lose possession. Okay. That helps. The, like, it just why? keeps the game moving. Cool, cool. cool. Oh my god, guys! Did nailed I just answer it. a sports question? Liza nailed it. Oh, Liza nailed so... it. But more importantly, I was gonna say for other sports questions, or just to hear some really fucking awesome women talking about sports and shit, you must go check out Draft Queens. Available everywhere. Thank you both so much for taking the time and being here, especially during these playoff times. I don't it's know fine. what part of the it's, playoffs. Your your neighbor put hockey on, so I'm not really sure what's happening. Oh, now. what an asshole! What an asshole. <laughs> um, please tell our listeners where they can find you on social, etc. You can find us everywhere for podcasting. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on Spotify, Overcast, Breaker, literally wherever you get your podcasts. And then on socials, they can find us on on, in, on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, on Instagram, we're at the Draft Queens. And on Twitter, we are at the underscore Draft Queens. Yes. Oh, you have a beautiful Instagram. We're following you right now. Help us curate ours. Okay. (laughs) Uh, And you can find us, lovely listeners, at 51 First Dates Pod on Instagram. Please join our secret Facebook group. Go to Facebook, type in 51 First Dates Podcast Secret and someone uh, invite uh, a request and someone will accept you. Uh, email us your worst first date stories, your thoughts, your feels, your requests, everything at 51firstdatespod at gmail.com. Tell a Rate, friend. subscribe, review. Tell Sorry. a friend. Tell a date. You know, re- you know, review. Review if you liked it. Even just a little bit. It means so much to us because we're a tiny baby podcast looking to grow, grow, grow. Okay. Thank you both so much for being here again, Kate and Michelle. This was very fun and I learned things. Awesome. Thank, Thank you, you guys, guys for having us. And as always, go on a date. Go on a sports date. Go on a sports date. Watch a sport. There you go.